You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. What is the light? Is the title of this devotion. I think that it's so important for us who are born, as it says in Ephesians, of the light, who are made alive in the light of Christ's life. What is the light? I find this very essential for myself because I do not like the darkness. Tomorrow I'll talk about that. I love the light. I'm a son of the light. I like the light. I love the light. It says here where I started yesterday in Psalm 27, verse 1, The Lord is the light of my life. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the light of my life. And I think that it is essential for you and me who are to live in the light to understand what it is. And when it says, let your light so shine here in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on the hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. In other words, you can do a lot of good works, benevolent acts of kindness for others, selfish, excuse me, unselfish acts of service, and yet it is not noticed if there's no light. That's what Jesus is saying. Let your light so shine that man may see your good works and glorify your Father. I think it is important that there is a light about a person. Jesus talked about himself being the light. Many times you read the Gospel of John and he would say, I am the light of the world. Jesus understood that the light of the life of God's Spirit in him was illuminating his ability to see the needs that was there. You see that again and again, that Jesus talks about this when he had to, in in John chapter 11, raise Lazarus from the dead, and they had to go to Judea where men were wanting to kill him. He said, come, we're in the light. God is keeping us. And Jesus knew by the light of life lighting up the path before him, how the Father was guiding him and leading him and that it was all working together for the purposes of the Lord. Many times, for example, in John chapter 8 and 9, Jesus heals a man born blind. And then he was asked about that. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. I've come to enlighten you to see the works of God. When he was asked by his disciples, is this man born blind because of his sin or his parents' sin? Jesus said, don't look at it that way. 
don't right away think somebody's done something wrong because there's something wrong. There are just things in life that are wrong even when somebody hasn't done anything wrong. He says, but this is so that you may see the works of God. I am the light to light up the works of God. Friends, when Jesus is saying to you, let your light so shine. God wants your own home to be so filled with light because it shines in you that whatever you do manifests God's kindness and goodness. When you're cleaning up the kitchen after dinner or when you're setting the table before dinner or when you give thanks over the food or you're sitting in fellowship while you eat your meals, there is light about your house. People love to be there. People feel this beauty, this this wonder, this goodness, this kindness. That is the light of life. That is the spirit of light. If you look with me here in Matthew, let me read it out of the Amplified, in, excuse me, Ephesians 5, right? Look what it says. Ephesians chapter 5, starting at verse 8, okay? 5 verse 8 here. Now, once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So walk as children of light. Lead the lives of those natively born to the light. For the fruit, the effect, the product of the light or the spirit consists in every form of kindly goodness, uprightness of heart, trueness of life. You see, it's not possible to have the light of God's life without having that nature of the light of His life. Again, for the effect, the product of the light or the spirit consists in every form of kindly goodness, uprightness of heart, trueness of light. I pray that today we begin to know what this means. Therefore, he says, try to learn in your experience what is pleasing to the Lord. Let your lives be constant proof of what is most acceptable to Him. I personally think this is more important now for me than ever. My wife used to have to encourage me about this, but I have come to realize how important it is to be a son of the light, to let that life in all of its goodness, again, in all, in every form of kindly goodness, uprightness of heart and trueness of life to shine. You know, I remember I was ministering in Slovenia, it's a beautiful small country. And I'd been ministering there and we were having lunch after the morning church service together with this dear man of God called Clement. He's a true servant of God, Clement. And I, I don't know his last name. I know him for a long time. I haven't seen him for some time. But we were having lunch together. We were having such a sweet time. And then I looked at my watch. I said, Clement, should we think of going to the airport for my flight back to London? He said, oh, Pastor, we're okay. We're okay. It's not far. And the time went on. So anyway, when we got to the airport, they had closed 
the gate, so I couldn't get on the flight. And I said, do you know of any other flights? They said, yeah, in this, this other city there in Austria. So Clement said, Pastor, no problem, I'll drive you there. We're driving to this airport in Austria from Slovenia, and every road work and everything to slow us down was there. And when we got to the airport, we were standing there, and they had just closed the desk five minutes before. I looked at that dear lady who had worked so hard checking in all these people to go on this airline. I said, could you still get me on? She said, no, we're closed. And she was really unhappy and really strong. I said, after I could see, I could not encourage her to help me. I said, do you know of any other airlines that will go to London? She said, yes, there's other airlines. I said, oh, where's that? She said, it's right there. It was the, she was sitting here, it was the, the lady sitting right next to her. I said, okay, can I buy a ticket to, to go to London? I have to go today. She said, sure, and I had to pay 350 euros, and I paid for the ticket, and I got all the stuff sorted, I had to go check in, there was some lady learning, so that took longer, but I had plenty of time, so it was not a problem. And, to be, and that flight took off earlier than the other one that they wouldn't let me on. But here's the point of the story. The light of Christ's life in me was so forceful in me. And I just stood there through all that was going on, communicating with this beautiful saint of God, this heavenly man, Clement. And we were just talking and we were in the light and the nature of the light, the goodness, the wholeheartedness, the trueness of heart I've showed you is the nature of that light was so forceful. When I finally put in my bags and was walking to go to the plane and we had to say goodbye, Clement looked at me, he said, Pastor Robert, I've never seen this before. In all that we've just gone through, and what was he trying to describe? The light. You see, I believe the light is to be an armor for us. I believe the light is to illuminate us. Because when we don't live in the light, friends, oh, we can just suffer the pains of the, of the lack thereof. It says here in Ephesians 4, verse 17, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles in the futility of their minds, having their understanding darkened because they are alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. You see, friends, there is such incredible grace, incredible light of life that comes unceasingly from the throne of grace, from Jesus, from our Father God who is light. Oh, friends, that light will never dim, it will never diminish, it will never grow less. It will always be from eternity to eternity, the light. And in the new heavens and the earth, there'll be no sun and there'll be no moon because the Lord himself will be the light of all. And friends, this is a glory that God calls us to live in. So I want to just read you one or two more verses here. Listen to this, Ephesians 2 verse 1. You, 
he has made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, who is rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ raised us up together and made us sit together with him in the heavenly places. Oh, my friends, the power of this light of life can pull you out of the deepest mire, out of the deepest pit of despair, can take you out of that horrible place where you can't feel it anymore, you can't see it anymore. I don't know how to get back. I don't know how to get back. And the devil's shouting at you. You've made too many mistakes. You'll never make it. You'll never change. And the devil's such an ugly liar. Your heavenly father will never talk to you that way. Your heavenly father will say, come, all of you that are heavy laden and burdened, and I will give rest to your soul. Don't be afraid. I will never leave you. I'm almighty God. Don't be dismayed. I will help you, strengthen you, and uphold you. Oh, my dear friends, come, 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 come to that rich river of God's love and see the light renewed in your innermost being so that you can see and perceive God's goodness. Last but not least, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, Ephesians 5.11, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things are exposed and made manifest by light for whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore he says, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. So then, so then that you walk circumspectly, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Christ will give you light. Believe it, believe it, believe it, believe it. And I know, like I said earlier, you can go through the darkest moments in life when it feels you'll never live through it, when there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But don't look for the end of the tunnel. Just look in your heart and say, Lord, you are my light and my salvation. I will fear no evil for you are with me. I trust you, Lord, I trust you. And just hold in faith. Hold and faith to the merciful, saving love of Jesus. And I'll guarantee he will never fail to give you light. Amen. Have a good day.